0: This is Preps KC's Football Friday Night. Preps KC's Football Friday Night is brought to you by REMAX, Comcast Xfinity, Price Chopper, BeUnion.com, the Sports Medicine and Performance Center at the University of Kansas Health System, Dick Sporting Goods, and the deepest Quality Moore Law Firm. Here's your host, Deion Clisso, and the coach, Harold Wamsgans.
1: Welcome to Preps KC's Football Friday Night, driven by the McCarthy Auto Group. Like the man said, I am your host, Dion Closeau, joined as always by the coach, Harold Wamsgons. and welcome to week four on the Missouri side, week three on the Kansas side. We are barreling toward the middle of the season, and coach, it's been an interesting one already off the bat, and we've lost some games like last year to COVID, but we've had some fantastic games on the Kansas side last week. Eudora and Piper. Piper with a – I'd call it a Hail Mary, but it looked like a go route that they just hit with no time on the clock, and then Liberty North. We're going to talk about this a lot today – just taking care of Ray Peck in a rematch of the semifinals from last year.
2: Also on the Kansas side, think about Blue Valley Southwest. That was a big win for Blue Valley Southwest last week, and the Missouri schools are one-third through their regular season already.
1: Yeah, here we are. We are a third of the way through, and uh, like I said, here in a couple weeks we'll be halfway through the regular season, and and, uh, like I said, it'll be October And then we'll be talking about November and playoffs before you know it. All right, let's go ahead and give you a rundown of the show this week. This is our Kansas Hour. Uh, We start off with Everything Kansas. Here in our first segment, we will be um, talking about the games on the Kansas side, kind of give you a run through. Our next segment, we're going to talk with DeSoto coach Brian King. He's got a REMAX Big 3 game as they go to Baser Linwin in a big UKC matchup. Uh, And Olathe North coach Chris McCartney, he's got a REMAX Big 3 game as they host uh, Lawrence Free State. And a sunflower showdown that's going to be a big one for both teams as they're both sitting at 2 0. Our third segment, we got Bishop Miege coach John Holmes. He's got a Remax Big Three game as they go to St. Thomas Aquinas or they host St. Thomas Aquinas uh, as an 0 2 Miege team against the 2 0 uh, Aquinas team. And we'll talk to our own Adam Burns and we'll close it out with Deepasqually Moore Law Firm, Mike Deepasqually, We're going to talk about uh, the Metro matchup. And he was out at Wyandotte and Ruskin last week and his experience out there. And also, powercat.com's Ryan Wallace. will kind of close out everything. Uh, in the Kansas hour there. And also our second hour of our Missouri hour. Got a lot of good people in that one as well. Lafayette County coach, Steve Cook, our own Cole Young, Clark County coach, Bill Lutz, Lee Summit North coach, uh, Jamar Mosey, our own Andy Meyer. And of course we will close out the show with our picks with the pros. Well, coach, uh, here we are in week three. And, um, you know, we talked about Blue Valley Southwest. Let's go ahead and get back. It's a good win for them. And congratulations, you get Blue Valley North. And I think with Blue Valley North, Goal one is don't let Henry Martin throw six touchdowns on you, because the first two teams haven't been able to stop that.
2: He has certainly had two very impressive first games, that's for sure, of the season. Lots of TD passes. Next up is Eudora and Bonner
1: Springs. And, you know, Eudora came up on the short end of that game last week, Coke, uh, but they definitely uh, are a team with the direction pointing up, and I think they're going to be there at the end. Hey, Bonner. Played pretty well last week and got an overtime win with Shawnee Heights. And uh, I think this is a good game for both these teams.
2: I don't believe Eudora will have any trouble bouncing back from that game last week. That was a great one. The other team uh, on that side is
1: Piper. They're hosting Leavenworth, the Leavenworth team uh, that played uh, Baser linwood That's a team that's putting starting to put some offense up. They haven't got it in the end zone yet. They're, they're putting good yards up. This is going to be a test against that good Piper defense.
2: I believe you're absolutely correct about that. Piper's defense is outstanding. They'll present some problems, but Leavenworth can run the football. Olathe East and
1: Shawnee Mission Northwest, I think these are two solid football teams who just can't find a win right now, Coach.
2: Well, they're both 0-2, and they've both played some pretty good competition, and they've got good athletes. This is going to be a great game.
1: Olathe South and Gardner-Ederson both 1-1. Um, and and you know i think this is a good matchup for both these teams i think they're pretty evenly uh, matched and i think it's going to be a fun one uh for both and this is a this is a game if you're in the south this is a a get better game don't you think
2: i think this is one of those sunflower matchups where we're, both teams are looking for their offenses to become more consistent
1: pale one on one Tong and oxy 0 and 2 this is not the this is not the uh frontier league standings we're used to seeing the last few years. Here's two teams that are really hungry for a win. Um, you know, Tongi and they both graduated a lot of players, but they're still good players there. This is an interesting frontier league matchup.
2: It's even more interesting is because both of these teams had outstanding records in 2019 and 2020, and now they're kind of struggling in 2021.
1: Our deepest quality more metro matchup this week, Schlegel at Washington. I think this is a fantastic game for both these teams. You know, Schlegel had the first week off, and then they played Pembroke Hill last week. Washington had the first week off. So they're both kind of in the same spot. I think this is the first time they're playing teams they're kind of in the same position with.
2: And these two teams have had some rare good games over the years and have been pretty intense rivals at a couple of different times in our history.
1: Shawnee Mission North at Olathe Northwest. Olathe Northwest off to a nice start here. And really, if you're paying attention to Shawnee Mission North, the scores during the game, they are more competitive this year than they have been the last few years. So this is a, a chance if you're Olathe Northwest to kind of keep things going. But you can't look past this Shawnee Mission North team. They're putting points on the board. They're competing deep in the games.
2: I think their coaching staff believes they can be successful the latter part of this season. And they've, they've played well in the first two weeks and just haven't come up with a win yet.
1: Shawnee Mission West got a good win against Shawnee Mission East last week, 8 to nothing. Uh, but they're going to play a Lawrence team that's still got a lot of talent. Clint Bowen's done a good job there. But how, how big was that win for Shawnee Mission West? They've struggled to get wins the last few years.
2: One of the reasons it was really big is there's a traveling trophy that's been in existence forever between Shawnee Mission East and Shawnee Mission West, and I think Coach Callahan said he wasn't sure anybody in his program remembered the last time they had it, but now Shawnee Mission East has got to deliver it back to them.
1: I remember you talking about that, and that's uh, that's been around for a while, and I think you've been on both sides of that, haven't you?
2: Um, unfortunately, I was on both sides, to give and to receive. <laughs> that's funny. Well, um, next up, St. James
1: at 0-2 against Blue Valley West. Blue Valley West, they were able to move the ball and do some stuff last week, but defensively, they couldn't slow down Blue Valley North. Both these teams are going to be good teams, I think, at the end of the year. They're going to be – but this is a – this is a good matchup for both these teams.
2: The Blue Valley West uh, quarterback uh, Connor uh, Cage Roach does a good job. Wyandot
1: at Atchison, and, and you know Atchison has has struggled a little bit this year. You I know, mean, in the past they've been one of the best teams in that KCal, and Wyandot you know, they played pretty well against Ruskin last week, coach, and their numbers are up, and and this is a a program that really – and we'll talk more with uh, Mike Tifasquale about this because he was at that game. This is a program under Randy Primus that didn't get to play last year under their new coach, and now they're actually getting a chance to go. Um, This is a good spot for Wyandotte to be in this week. And I
2: believe Batcheson has a freshman quarterback, right? So that's going to be an interesting challenge for him because Wyandotte will be ready to play.
1: Coach, in our final minute here of this of this segment – um is there anything that stood out to you in the first two weeks of Kansas that's kind of surprised you or just that you'd like to see that right now what's what's kind of on your mind on the Kansas side
2: I think the first thing that comes to my mind is the outstanding quarterbacks that are in the EKL there's a whole everybody seems to have an outstanding quarterback and they seem to perform every week up to their potential
1: Uh, yeah with Mikey Pauly and and uh Henry Martin are definitely you're talking about two guys who are Simone candidates, but then there's three, you know three, four, five guys right behind them who are right there. And and so it's uh it's definitely quarterback heavy over there, and they're scoring a lot of points. And I'm I'm gonna be curious to see how that EKL shakes out. There's gonna be a team, you know, Blue Valley North has actually got to the top when they usually kind of hang in the middle and make their run. Is there somebody like a Blue Valley West that may do that this year?
3: I
2: think there's certainly that potential. I think right now kind of a surprise team is f- lawrence free state they're out to a great start and this is going to be an interesting week for them this week
1: yeah after going uncharacteristically winless last year free state has definitely uh, got things turned around all right when we come back we're going to dive into our first remax big three game uh DeSoto and baser linwood and our second remax big three game olathan North and lawrence free state as we talk with DeSoto soto coach brian king and Latham North coach uh, Chris McCartney with both those huge games that both enter, you know, third week of the season, good conference games to get things going. Um, as we take a look at those, you listen to Prep's KC's football Friday night, driven by the McCarthy Auto Group.
4: Hi, it's Brett Saberhagen, and I'm proud of my baseball
5: career. I've been very fortunate to receive many accolades, including being named to the All-Star team three times. When you need to sell a home, you want the best. That's the RE-MAX agent. Real estate All-Stars that put in the time, have the dedication, and hustle to take you from for sale to sold. That's RE-MAX. And don't worry, they've done this a million times. Start your search today with the RE-MAX app, each office independently owned and operated. The choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely upon advertisements.
6: I'm attorney Mike DiBasquale. After a car wreck, the last thing you want to do is trust the insurance company. These insurance companies try to rip off good people every single day. My law firm won't let you get ripped off. We'll fight to get you all the money you deserve, and you don't pay us a dime unless we win your case. If you've been hurt, call me. I've got this.
4: Mike's got this. All you need to know: 816 Mike's got this
7: Hi, Cheese fans, this is Clark Hunt. If you have an urgent orthopedic or sports injury, the University of Kansas Health System can see you quickly. They've added extended hours during the week and have a Saturday morning walk-in clinic. Your orthopedic and sports injuries deserve champion treatment from the experts who treat the Chiefs. Request an appointment at kansashealthsystem.com slash sportsmedicine
1: Welcome back to Preps KC's Football Friday Night, driven by the McCarthy Auto Group. I'm your host, Dion Clisso, joined by the coach, Harold Walmsgans. And a program like this wouldn't be possible at a great partner like BUnion.com. They're the sponsor of the BeUnion.com Game of the Week, where you can vote for your school's game and help that program win $250 from BeUnion.com and also the sponsor of the BeUnion.com All-Star Game uh, in the summertime, which we had again this last year. It was a fantastic event. We appreciate everything they do for high school football. Let's go ahead and get back into the football and bring in a coach for our first REMAX Big 3 game of the week, Brian King from DeSoto. And, Coach, you guys have Baser Linwood this week, a good UKC game. Um, they're they're playing good football. You guys are off to a good start. Um, their defense is playing a lot better than it did last year. I mean, last year they were in – t- you, you knew you were going to be in a shootout with them because they could score, and, and they had a hard time stopping people. But They're playing a lot better defensively. Offensively, they're always good. Um, what excites you about this game, and what part of your team is really playing well right now?
8: You know, it's always a great matchup in the UKC to play baser, and Coach Stahlbomber always, always does a great job having them prepared, and um, and they're always going to be a, g- a good challenge for us. But uh, excited for the game, again, we're just trying to figure out also we, what we kind of are right now. You know, we had a week one game as Turner, and then we played Blue Valley Southwest last week and had a bunch of guys that were new to the vars- you know, to varsity football, um, have some young guys playing as well, and uh, we just need game experience to kind of find out what we are uh, are as well um the leaders for us quite honestly what's going to make us run on offense is tyler schultz i think he uh rushed for 150 and threw for another 100 last last week um great leader at the quarterback position strong runner got a phenomenal arm um and his twin brother ethan schultz is one of our running backs and top receivers as well so those guys kind of get us going offensively um we got a fullback uh, bryson brummer who was a little banged up last week with a pec tear that'll be back you know more healthy this week which i'm excited about and uh he will kind of get again a flexible on offense. have got to have that fullback hitting it. And I know he can get it done for us. Um, Cooper Schwentz, a big tight end for us. We got to get rolling. Um, we got three of our guests from big linemen. We got, I think, one of the leaders for our team would be uh, Austin Mills, who's the leader of our O line, Chase Chadwick, John Johnson, and Evan Murphy. And there's some big bodies up front that can get it done. And we're just trying to figure out, again, offensively, just kind of get some pieces in place. But uh, those are the guys that are going to get us rolling on offense for sure. Um, defensively, the returns from last year are Zach White. Ben Longren and uh, Josh Dunn, and with that, to be honest, we got a bunch of young guys. We got to get, we got to find out what we have. So this will be a good challenge for us. These are teams you want to play. They're going to expose the things that you need to work on, and uh, extre- extremely excited for the game.
2: Your seniors have been a part of a program that's been eighteen and three during their two previous years. What do you like about this senior class, and what are the assets that they bring to the table, especially after coming off of a loss last week uh, to Blue Valley Southwest?
8: You know, they they've been in a program that has had some great leaders, so they know they know how things are done in order to have success. And they started this summer. They were all here this summer. And we had great numbers in the weight room. And I think we have 115 kids out, which is more than we've ever had. Um, and they helped lead that group through a great summer weights. And they've done a great job of starting us off this this fall as far as how we do things in our program. So I, they've been around a winning culture. Um They've seen how it's been done with our upperclassmen. We've done a great job of leading how we do the day in and day out, how we do the little things right. And uh, this, this senior class has done a great job of living up to those expectations. And I know they're going to, uh, they're going to do a great job of leading our program this year.
1: When you get ready to play a baser team, and, and they change from year to year because Rod does such a good job of adjusting to what his talent is. And I know mm-hmm. last year they had Jordan Brown, the big receiver, but uh, Sizemore, their tailback, is that, is that where it kind of
8: begins and ends with them this year? Yeah, you know, he's getting a lot of touches. He's a very talented. Back, he runs really hard. So that'd be a challenge for our kids. And uh, they did a really. That's one of the best things we did last week. Honestly, was our run defense. So I, I hope t- challenge our kids again this week to be good at the run defense. And they can stretch it vertically as well in the pass game. Um, if you watch baser was, so they're well rounded. So we got to be ready to go and uh, defensively. And I, I think we got some good pieces that we just need to get game reps on that are gonna, that are gonna get it done on defense this year as well. So you no, know, Rod does a great job getting those guys prepared. And like you said, they. Last two years, they've been really pass-heavy, and now they're a little bit more run-heavy. It's kind of interesting to see. But, yeah, he'll, he'll go to where his strengths are for sure.
2: <clears throat> Coach, when you watch the baser defense the first two weeks of the season, what problems do they present to your offense?
8: You know, they're uh, they're really well coached in that. They have a 3-4 defense, and they're really active in their 3-4. They do a lot of slanting. They do a lot of stunning. Um, and sometimes what that equates to with a flexbone team is sometimes it's feast or famine. So sometimes they're gonna blitz into things and blow you up. And sometimes they you might guess wrong when you're really active and aggressive defense, and we might gash you. So we just got to control we can control. And if, if uh again, if they if we got somebody guesses right and blows something out the backfield, we just gotta to stick to our rules and and just kind of wait and be patient, take care of that ball and, and keep that ball moving and win first down situations and uh keep that ball off the ground. So they're very active defensively, and they've got some big physical linebackers, some big D linemen, but um i think our again our offensive our kids on offense can uh if they stick the rules and play it to themselves we'll we'll still have success
1: well coach it should be a fantastic game good luck and we appreciate you taking time with us
8: i appreciate you guys taking the time meet with me thank you dion
1: coach king's got a a big game this week and uh it's going to be a good one with him and baser linwood let's go ahead and move on to another remax big three game and bring in olathe north coach chris mccartney and uh coach you guys are just off to a fantastic start um, just really dominant. I know you want to try and get a little better each week and, and, and have some things to work on. Has it been, I know there's things you need to work on, but it, those two blowout wins have been just as impressive as anybody out in the Metro.
9: Well, I appreciate it. Um, you know, we're, we're really excited about the way we started. Um, we know that uh, definitely we're going we're gonna to have some people that are going to challenge us, so we're just going to keep pushing ahead and trying to get better every day.
2: Coach, your defense has yet to allow anyone to score on them in the first two weeks. What do you like about your defense? What's the strength of your defense as you head into week three?
9: Yeah, don't jinx us now. <laughs> um, you know, we, we've, we've got some guys that uh, have a lot of football intelligence, and um, we've got a group of secondary people that have a lot of experience, and uh, we've got a couple of linebackers that are, that are returning from last year. Our defensive line is big, but they're pretty inexperienced, so they're kind of learning along the way. But um, they've done a, done a good job so far, and there's still a lot of room, we feel like, for us to improve.
1: What are you seeing out of free state that, that, that's got you concerned? I mean, I know they've got a uh, uh, good – I know Brown, is the, uh, the receiver, is a good receiver, and Deneen's a good quarterback, and they can all run. And um, what, what are they doing well right
9: now? Well, they're super athletic. And, uh, you know, we've got we've got some good athletes on our on our defensive side, but um, they're going to challenge us and we're going to have to be very disciplined um, with our coverages. We're going to have to make sure that we're, we have all the gaps covered, that we don't allow any leakage, because when Deneen gets going, he's pretty fast and he's pretty powerful. Um, the, the running backs they have have done a great job. They got great speed. So there's not much that we don't have to really work on to try to try to hold these guys down a little bit.
2: Coach, take just a couple of minutes and talk about your senior class and the the assets that they bring to the table when you play somebody like Free State.
9: Well, we we talked about this yesterday after practices. Um, You know, right now we really have – I mean, we, with all due respect, we haven't been challenged score-wise. And, um, you know, I'm asking them how are they going to respond when, you know, they're not – they're not out with a big lead, are we going to be able to handle a battle? Uh, those are the things that we need to be ready for. And, uh, you know, our, our kids, I think they have enough experience. We have enough guys that are coming back from last year that, that they know what it's like to be a little bit behind, trying to play catch-up. So um, hopefully we can remember what that feels like. And, uh, and you know, when we play free state, we're, we're ready to go
1: offensively, what's been the thing that's really stepped out to you this this so far this year to kind of get things going?
9: We have a few more weapons. I think we've got a couple of kids that can catch the ball. You know, Jacob and the Quantes are really good at running back. Noah's just gritty as a quarterback. So, um, I think we can just spread it around a little more. Um, and We've been able to do that the first week. We'll have to see how it goes on Friday, but you know, right now we've been able to spread it out a little bit, so they kind of keep the defense guessing, I guess.
1: With two blowout wins like that, uh, I know your kickoff team has probably gotten lots of reps in games, um, like punting and, and, and that kind of st- that kind of side of things. How is that part of your special teams coming along?
9: Well, we're really happy that we haven't had to punt as much <laughs> as some people because, um, you know, that's one place that we really needed to find a person. We didn't have an answer coming into this. And uh, so our, our kicking game continues. You know, that's, that's a big focus for us. Over the summertime, you know, there's – if you're scrimmaging somebody or you're at a camp or anything, don't, you don't do punting game or kicking game. And uh, so that's been a big focus is trying to find some kids that can step in, that want to contribute, they work hard, and they kind of buy into being those special teams guys. And, and we're getting a little better with that every, every week. So it's allowing us a little bit more time, not having to punt so much, to find – you know, who's going to be punting and who's going to be on those teams. So we appreciate that.
1: How exciting is it having, you know, full stadiums and, and fans in and the last few weeks and you got a home game this week.
9: Uh, it was awesome. Uh, first game we were away. We we're in Shine Mission South. Uh, we had a huge amount of students there. Um, good, good crowd in the stands. And then this past week, um, you know, at home was our first home game and everybody's telling me now I, I'm focused on what's going on outside there on the green. But, you know, my, my wife and my family is all telling me, hey, it was really packed, the most I've seen there in a long time. So that's that's exciting. And definitely you can hear the kids. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what I think is awesome is the the student section up there and they've got whatever attire they're wearing for the night. and it's, <laughs> that just, That's just what makes it so great. That's why high school football is awesome.
1: Well, it's one of those things I had not really thought about it. You know, I think kids, you know, over time we don't get the crowds like we got 10 years ago, or 20 years ago, or 30 years ago, maybe a year without it, people are kind of like, Hey, I missed, you know, I maybe only went to one football game. I'm going to go to all of them
5: this year.
9: Yeah, I think they're hungry. You know, they're hungry to to get out there and they want to get out of the house too. You know, they've been sitting. But that's something that's been really awesome.
1: Well, coach, it should be a fantastic game. Good luck. And we appreciate you taking time with us.
9: Hey, thanks for having me. Appreciate it.
1: All right, that's Olathe North coach Chris McCartney. He's got a REMAX Big Three game as they host Lawrence Free State. When we come back, we're going to talk with Bishop Miage Coach John Holmes, and our own Adam Burns. He'll listen, is Preps KC's Football Friday Night, driven by the McCarthy Auto Group. I listen to you time and
6: time.
5: When you're looking for a real estate agent, you want someone who has all the knowledge, has the right tools, dots all the eyes, someone good enough to throw a no-hitter. Hi, it's Brett Saberhagen for REMAX. You need an agent who has all the answers, understands the numbers, and sees all the possibilities. When you're looking for an agent who knows all their stuff, from for sale to sold, my pick is REMAX. And relax, they've done it a million times. Start your search today with the REMAX app, each office independently owned and operated.
3: Price Chopper is rewarding you with amazing savings. Download the My Price Chopper app to find all of this week's offers, plus plenty of other great ways to save, like coupons, rewards, and so much more
4: Mike's got this All you need to know 816 Mike's got
10: this Your computer system on the job How's that working for you? Your home entertainment system Still enjoying it? You can thank an electrician My name is Milton Johnson And I am proud to be a union master electrician with Local 124 You can learn a real skill And earn a great living in the building and construction trades Be the best Be one of us Find out how at beunion.com B-E-Y-O-U-N-I-O-N dot com
4: Welcome back to
1: Preps KC's Football Friday Night, driven by the McCarthy Auto Group. I'm your host, Dion Clisso, joined as always by the coach, Harold Wamsgans. And a program like this wouldn't be possible without a great partner like the University of Kansas Health System. The Sports Medicine and Performance Center at the University of Kansas Health System treats any sports injury to any member of your team. Whether it's your back, knee, hip, shoulder, or a concussion, see the same experts who care for the Royals and Chiefs. Learn more at sportsmedicine.kansashealthsystem.com. Let's go ahead and get back into the football and bring in a coach from one of our Remax Big Three games, Bishop Miege coach John Holmes. And uh, coach, you started off with Blue Valley North, and then you had Blue Valley Northwest, and now you got the holy war with St. Thomas Aquinas. You need to talk to your scheduler. Right? <laughs> it's not. A, it's been a, a tough go for you guys. Are zero two? But uh, are you seeing positives? Are you guys growing and getting better? Even though, even though you faced two of the best teams in the state, and you're getting ready to face another one in
11: Class 5A this week. Yeah, you know, I mean, I think we are. And, you know, that's the that's the hard part at times to see, especially with the young team when when you are sitting 0-2 and trying to find positives. Um, you know, we've played two really good teams that are going to contend for the 6 A state title. So we know that's a good measuring stick. So, yeah, we're sitting at 0-2, but we know exactly what our strengths are, what our weaknesses are, um, and that's kind of been our focus this week in practice. And, you know, kind of our message to the kids all week is – there's no better way to get that bad taste out of your mouth as own 2 than getting your rival on your home field for your home opener. First time in really two years we have played a home game. So it's a it's a, it's a a big one for us, um, you know, especially moving forward and keeping this thing going in the right direction as the season progresses.
2: Coach, when the name Bishop Meage comes up, I think the thing that I always think of and people across the Metro always think of is the great linebackers and great linebacker play that you've had. How do you feel so far after two weeks about your linebackers and how they've played?
11: Yeah, you know, I mean, we're we're led on defense by our middle linebacker, Jake Welsh. Um, Jake's a senior three-year starter. His brother, Mikey, was a a linebacker (laughs) for us as well. So um, Jake's been playing really, really well for us. Um, the other two spots were young there with them. So he's bringing those guys along justice Betts, um, Tyler Pankey. And then, uh, we have a senior Eshel who's, who's, who's gotten some reps in there as well, but Jake's the glue to the defense right now. And, um, you know, he, he sets all the calls and, you know, he's, he's keeping on that, you know, with that spot we've had, he's keeping that thing intact and has played really well these two games.
1: Offensively, uh, I know you're breaking in a lot of new people there too. You lost a two-year starter in Tim Dorsey, and um, and and to how, how are they how are they going? I mean, I would you've been behind a lot, so you you I would assume your passing game is probably pretty sharp right now because you're trying to come back in games.
11: You feel like that 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 side's developing as well. We do. Um, you know, obviously, we bring back Rowan Putts at receiver, who's been really good for us in the two games. Um, you know, Armstrong, our quarterback Mac, you know, first-year starter. Um, you know, threw for over 340 yards last week. So we feel confident we're going to be able to get that going. Um, Jalen Birch, our running back, was our leading rusher last year. So, you know, we're starting to get that going a little bit. And, um, you know, Colin Keeney and Jackson Hosh are on the offense line, are seniors coming back, and they got two sophomores and a junior around them. And so we're getting there. Um, we're starting to get the physicality down as an offense and tr- starting to understand that. But, you know, last week we got a big – a big spark, Tommy Wright at wide receiver, Christian Bowen Webb, who joined us from the basketball team. This is his first year playing. So, um, you know, we got a couple guys we can get down the field. Um, Dagan Jensen, Isaiah Coppage, or two other guys. So, you know, we feel like we have six to seven skill, skill guys that are really good that can stretch the field. And we finally got to that, you know, from the second quarter on last week. So I know that kind of excites us moving forward.
2: Coach, when you look at Aquinas' offense, what makes their running game so special and so difficult to defend?
11: Um, number one, it's how hard they come off the ball up front. You know, when you look on paper at their offensive line, um, their left guard, Cebus is the biggest at six foot two, fifty. Everybody else is, you know, 205 pounds or less. Um, they understand leverage. Um, they understand angles. They get off the ball. They collapse sides down. Um, you know, last week against Lutheran North, their offense in the first four plays from scrimmage, they were minimum 25 yards a play. Um, and, and three of those plays were touchdowns. So um, that is a huge point of emphasis for us is you can't let them out leverage you. Um, they do a good job formationally um, getting you overloaded on a side to where they can collapse the edge and get the ball to Carroll, who's, you know, over 200 pounds at running back and a different type of runner than tank was the last three years. So, um, you know, that's been kind of our point of emphasis this week is, we got to secure our gaps and make sure we can make the play for you know four to five yards instead of twenty-five to forty yards. Well,
1: that was my next question about Sean Carroll. I mean, it is a different look after Tank. And Tank was a a shorter guy, strong kid. I mean, it wasn't like he would. But Carroll's a big, big load. Um, is is he seeming to go a little bit more between the tackles where Tank would go outside, but then also Tank would find a way between that line. Is he really kind of bruising people and 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 going that way?
11: He is. And and two, what what really surprised you with them is. You know, he's 203 pounds, but he's running away from guys in the secondary. And, and that's what that's what we saw Lutheran North. You know, they had athletes all over the field on defense and Aquinas was running right by him. So, um, you know, they got speed. Coach Dryling does an excellent job. X's and O's knows exactly what he wants to do and gets his players to do that. And and, and, and that's what our point emphasis with our defense has been is, you know, they're going to line up in three to four formations, they're going to run five to six plays and they're going to run those over and over again. So um, we got to be able to stop Carroll and then, you know, Ford, the quarterback, you know, on the first play from scrimmage, he took it, you know, 60 plus yards for a touchdown. So, you know, and he's over 200 pounds. So, um, you know, their two main ball carriers are bigger guys that we're going to have to bring down.
1: Well, Coach, it should be a fantastic game. Good luck and we appreciate you taking time with us.
11: Yeah, thanks a lot, guys. I appreciate it.
1: Well, Coach Walms, I tell you, Coach Holmes knows he's got some work to do but you can't really say hey the first two weeks we weren't that good we just played really good teams.
2: If I'm in coach Holmes' shoes I want our team to be in a position to win this game with 5 minutes to go in the game and be in that position.
1: Well, let's go ahead and bring in the guy who's going to be there and see what it's going to be like with 5 minutes to go on Adam Burns and Adam you know you saw me Asian week 1 and and uh you know they played Blue Valley North, and we kind of joked with Coach Holmes that uh, don't feel bad. Henry Martin threw for six touchdowns against Blue Valley West last week. So they've run into a couple buzz saws in Blue Valley North and Blue Valley Northwest. And then this this week they get Aquinas. Uh, what did you see out of them positively in that first game? Now, they're going to be facing much different team in Aquinas than they faced the first two weeks off, you know defensively and offensively. What did you see out of Mies that, that first week that had some good things?
12: I, I, th- I think you saw – some of that talent, um, I think there was a little bit of a shock factor involved. Um, I think, you know, replacing all those skill positions from a year ago, trying to get in, um, you know, Mac Armstrong into the system, trying to just get familiarized with everything. You know, there's positives everywhere. I mean, that the kid has talent. You know, the offensive line has talent. Um, defensively, there's definitely talent there as well. You just run into, you know, two of the best offenses in the, in the, in the area, maybe Um, in the first two weeks, that's, that's going to be a challenge for anyone, you know, let alone an entire squad that's replaced most of their team from last year. So it will be interesting. Obviously they got Aquinas this week who has looked good in their first, you know, two weeks respectively as well. So, you know, no rest here. Um, You're really going to see maybe how quickly these guys can mature um, in this offense. Um, and it, it, it will be interesting to follow for sure. Um, I, I think I, I did, you know, talk to someone on the sideline week one of Miege, And, um, of course there were, uh, limited capacity crowds last year, you know, Miage fans in particular, the students haven't, haven't seen this maybe before these losses stack up quickly, um, you know, in week one and now week two and uh, week three is going to be a challenge obviously. So I think they're, they're, still learning what it's like to maybe have a team that is maybe in development in this year. And it's going to be about, is this going to be an entire developing year or is it going to be, uh, you know, two weeks of developing, you know, or is it going to be the regular season of development and then just go through the four a bracket like they, you know, probably can do. So it's going to be interesting to see how they, they develop in this, in this game. Um, Obviously, you got a very talented Aquinas uh, rushing attack to try to slow.
2: Adam, I think you and I and Dion can look past the EKL if you're in Bishop Meade's shoes and look at the Class 4, like you just mentioned. How do you feel they're prepared for a run through Class 4 offensively and defensively?
12: It's hard to tell. I mean, if I had a crystal ball, I'd give you a perfect answer, but I don't, right? <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think that's maybe that's an answer that can be answered um, in t- two or three weeks after they face Aquinas, Rockhurst, Blue Valley West. Um, you know, there's there's some opportunities there in the middle of the season to maybe catch a couple wins, you know, for sure, but better chance than, you know, Blue Valley North or Northwest or Aquinas. But um, we'll, I think we'll know a lot more this time next week about what the age really is um, going up against a good team like Aquinas. But yeah, no crystal ball over here. So you know, I'm not going to be giving <laughs> anything, anything spectacular um, in, in that realm. But I think I might have a better idea this time next week. So maybe prepare that question next week. I don't know.
1: (laughs) Well, you saw Aquinas against St. James in week uh, week one as well. And um, what did you see out of that running game that's got, you know, Sean Carroll leading it now as opposed to Tank Young and and a big physical Max Ford at the the quarterback position? Um, Not that they weren't physical before, but I mean, with Tank Young, he was was a home run hitter and a pretty tough runner as well. But they really look like just a tough, physical running team this year
12: balanced I'd say I think they have a couple different weapons that can surprise you so you know when you think they're you know maybe going to hand off uh, to the left they may you know option out to the right so I think there's a little bit um, they're harder to predict I think this year you know Tank Young's going to do Tank Young things and he did that just fine and he helped Aquinas be successful but you know you kind of knew what they were going to do you know maybe they were you know, probably giving more credit to Aquinas. They were super creative in their rushing attack and they have been for a few years or multiple years now. Um, but I think they've, you know, they're finding that they have obviously a ton of athletes that can do different things for them in, in the attack. And that's what they've done so far this year. And um, gosh, just seeing their scheme against St. James, they could, they really kind of did what they wanted to do. Um, and I think, a lot of us wanted to say, well, you know, it was a rainy day that day and <laughs> they just took advantage of, of, of um, the situation. But no, that just might be who they are. That might just be their calling card. And, um, you know, I think they're showing that they can do a heck of a lot in the rushing game. That'll take them pretty far this year.
1: Yeah, it looks like it's going to be a, a fantastic game because I, I think the is ready to play. I mean, they, they, they really did play a lot better. Uh, last week you know about about a quarter into that game so i think it's going to be a, a good one to see looking forward to seeing your stuff uh friday night and uh looking forward to chat with you again next week
12: sounds good thanks man
1: all right that's our own adam burns he's going to be out at aquinas and me age one of our remax big three games when we come back we're going to chat with mike deep from deep law form and, and ryan wallace from gopowercat.com we'll listen to preps kc's football friday night driven by the mccarthy auto Group.
3: Price Chopper is rewarding you with amazing savings. Download the My Price Chopper app to find all of this week's offers, plus plenty of other great ways to save, like coupons, rewards, and so much more.
5: Like baseball, real estate is a numbers game, and you need an agent that understands the numbers. Numbers like Toussaint Youngs, the 1985 championship MVP, and throwing a no-hitter. Hi, it's Brett Saberhagen for RE/MAX. RE/MAX agents have all the experience and the knowledge to take you from for sale to sold. They understand the numbers and can help you through the process. Relax, they've done it a million times. It's why no one in the world sells more real estate. Start your search today with the RE/MAX app. Each office independently owned and operated.
7: Hi cheese fans, this is Clark Hein. If you have an urgent, orthopedic, or sports injury, the University of Kansas Health System can see you quickly. They've added extended hours during the week and have a Saturday morning walk-in clinic. Your orthopedic and sports injuries deserve champion treatment from the experts who treat the Chiefs. Request an appointment at kansashealthsystem.com sportsmedicine.
4: Welcome back to
1: Preps KC's Football Friday Night, driven by the McCarthy Auto Group. I'm your host, Dion Closso, joined as always by the coach, Harold Walmsgons. And a program like this wouldn't be possible without great partners like Deep Squally Moore Law Firm. They are the sponsor of our Metro Matchups. And each week we get to talk with Mike Deep Squally, who is a huge football guy and is really doing a lot of good things with some of the inner city schools in KCK and, and KC Mo. And Mike, last week you got out to the, the wind-out Ruskin game and, and uh, got to watch that and um, be a part of that whole situation. What, what did it mean one for you guys? I mean, it's the third week you guys have been doing the Metro matchups, but for you to be able to get out there and be a part of it and talk to the kids and, and be a, in that atmosphere.
6: Yeah, it meant a lot, Dion. It was the first one I was able to go to. So it felt real. I saw what we've been doing in action. And so that was awesome for me. You know, when, you, when I, again, I wasn't able to be there the first couple of Fridays, I had other things I had to take care of, but being out there was amazing. As I told you before, Wyandotte High School is, is, (laughs) I think, as pretty as it gets any high school, probably in the country, but definitely in the area. And um, the game didn't turn out how Wyandotte won. I think it was 32-30. But um, I saw uh, kids on both sides at Wyandotte and Ruskin who played their hearts out and gave it everything they had. And I had a blast. I brought my son and his buddy and my friend came out with me. And my kids thought they were at the Super Bowl. I mean, they didn't want to leave. <laughs> they were so excited. They were wearing their jerseys from their tackle football team. They thought they were big time. And um, it was a blast. You know, everybody at, at Wyandotte, and I didn't, you know, talk to Ruskin except for a couple of players. I'm sure the same thing, but everybody at Wyandotte, from the principal to the, to the Kansas City, Kansas, you know, uh, superintendent, uh, Dr. Stubberfield, to the athletic director for KCK schools. have just been amazing to work with and it shows and they're excited and they're, they're doing good things out there and just hope incrementally, incrementally it can grow um, over the years. And hopefully next year we go out, wind out wins that game and, and so forth. But no, we had a blast. It was so much fun.
1: Well, I know that Wyandotte specifically, the numbers are up there. Um, yeah, that's some of the most kids they've had out in a long time, and uh, you could you could see that. I mean, you could see how they were competitive. And Ruskin, it's it's interesting because Ruskin and Wyandotte um, are in similar kind of spots in their in their development, and, and and Ruskin has more kids out than they've had in a long time too. So I thought it was a, a, a fantastic game for both teams, and you could see Wyandotte getting better from the first week they played against uh, Hogan Prep. And, and and you could see that in the highlights that I saw from uh, Toriano Porter, who went out and covered the game for us. Yep. Um, and, and you could just see that both teams are really getting better. And and that's that's what it's all about, isn't it? I mean, that's what you're, you're trying to help them out to, you know, financially and, and doing some of these things to bring attention to them so they could just get better and get grow the interest in the sport.
6: Exactly. And I got to think at a school like Wyandotte, a lot of it is a numbers game. They told me they have eighteen hundred and fifty kids enrolled in the school this year. So that's great. Schools. It's, it's, it's full. You got kids going to school. But I don't have the exact numbers on the team. I don't know, maybe 50 kids. Well, back in the napkin math, you got nine hundred boys at the school. Love to see more of those kids out because it would be a positive influence on them playing that sport. Coach Remus and his staff out there are, I mean, he's a high energy guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he's the kind of guy that I'd want my son playing for because I know for a fact he's going to instill discipline in those kids. He cares about the kids and he's going to do it the right way. And I, I know that, you know, there's a ton of coaches in the area just like that tons of them I've met a bunch of them but he's one and we're talking about dot he's the guy you'd want your kid playing for because he's going to make a positive impact on their lives and that's what we're trying to do we're trying to help help it so those coaches can get more kids out so they can make a positive influence on those kids lives
1: well and it was a, it, it just seemed like a really fun thing and you know the the one thing that's you know the, the crowds are getting a little bit bigger I, I know it's yeah. always tough to, to get crowds out for some of those games but um, th- I think that showing the interest in the stuff that you guys are doing and we're, you know, the coverage we're bringing is hopefully we'll, will spur some more interest to, and That's get more people goal. out to watch it. And, and because there's nothing better than those kids to have somebody in the stands watching them, whether it's fellow students or a mom or a dad or an aunt or an uncle or a grandparent or somebody in their family just to come out and watch them on a Friday night.
6: Well, Hey, absolutely. When I was in high school, as a girl, the, my wife, <laughs> I'm not married to, I would look for, I went to high school with her. I would look in the stands to see where Meredith was. And if I didn't spot her, man, i would like she's probably talking to some other guy, and I go coming up to hard. <laughs> but and it worked out. I married her. But yeah, you know, you're exactly right. Having people that care about you in those stands on a Friday night, there's no experience like it.
1: Well, Mike, uh, we appreciate you stopping by again this week, and looking forward to chatting with you again next week. Hey, thanks, Dion. You have a good day. Okay. All right. That is Mike De Pasquale. We love talking with him every week. All right. Let's go ahead and switch gears and get back into uh, this week's games, and we'll bring them. In- uh, Go is Ryan Wallace, and you also do stuff for us. And you got a good one this week, Ryan. Uh, you're going to Free State and Olathe North, a, a Free State team that went over last year, which is a stunning thing. But uh, there's a lot of stuff going on with COVID. They were one of those teams that COVID just made their life harder. Um, they lost some good players, but they also this year bring back good players, and they're playing really well right now. And they've played an Olathe North team that uh, hasn't really even looked challenged in two games.
13: Well, it's going to be – they're going to be hard-pressed to beat uh, Piper and Eudora last week as far as <laughs> yeah. game of my life, but uh, uh, no, this, this one will be a really good one. And, and it will be uh, as you kind of assume when you play Olathe North, it's one of those games, it'll be one in the trenches. Um, from what I've been hearing about Olathe North, like you said, Dion, I mean, it, it really hasn't been a contest in their first two games, Shawnee Mission South, the Gardner Edgerton. Um, it's interesting. Free state, shares a common opponent in Shawnee Mission South. They also beat Shawnee Mission Northwest um, right out of the gate. But I'm interested to see, as you mentioned, uh, maybe not so much, uh, you know, Free State challenging Olathe North from uh, a defensive standpoint, because I think Olathe North on offense just is too big at the line of scrimmage and has too many playmakers to be, you know, kept in check repeatedly throughout the course of a game. But I do want to see if Free State's offense has the components to challenge Olathe defense because I think we might have ourselves a little bit of a shootout in this one only because you look at the Firebirds have scored 98 points on the season. Uh, Olathe North has scored 103. The big difference has been, you know, Free State has allowed some points where Olathe North hasn't. I think if they can maybe get in the mindset and get in the heads of Olathe North's defense a little bit in this one, we might be in for maybe a little bit more of a shootout than than you're expecting.
2: I had an opportunity to see the Free state Shawnee Mission-Northwest game, and I can tell you that the Free State offensive line I'm sure they're going to improve every week. And they were outstanding in week one. And they've got some really big offensive linemen who are extremely physical, but they are fairly young up front, but they they can get the job done. And of course, Jet, Jet Deneen, he's just special. He's got a great ability to score.
13: Well, and, and I mean, this is a, a, a monumental test. Uh, and, and again, one of the reasons I'm going, um, in addition to covering the game, is to be able to see Calvin Clements in pads. He is the 6'8", 300-pound offensive tackle from Lawrence Free State. Um, A lot of folks that I've talked to believe that he has the ability anyway to kind of challenge Turner Corcoran for being one of the best offensive linemen, if not the best, to ever come through Free State. Saw him at a K-State camp over the summer that was not padded. um, Well, I guess not padded all the way down. um, Limited contact, if you will. And he was tremendous um, for a guy that I think it, they kind of pulled off the basketball court when he transferred to Free State. Um, he has become a really, really physical and agile lineman. Very anxious to see how he holds up against, you know, an Olathe North defense that for years and years has been known as, um, you know, you, you better get ready to get bruised and bloody um, because they're going to pound you right in the face over and over and over again. And so anxious to see how Calvin Clements performs. And Coach, I'm glad you brought up Jet Denine because, Dion, is there a better backfield <laughs> name than Free State <laughs> combination of Jet and Dash?
1: <laughs>
13: rash cleveland and jet Denino. i mean it doesn't get any better no though.
1: that's and then you know that offense is really looked good so far this year and they've got jordan brown who came over from baser um as a big receiver too and that's that's a matchup you know Olathe north has traditionally had great defensive backs i mean they they, they play so well back there that's that's really a spot to keep an eye on this week too
13: No doubt. And, and, you know, when I've gone and watched Olathe North in the past, you know, uh, a guy that sticks out to me that I, I'm going to come out and just say it. I think he is the most under-recruited athlete, uh, senior athlete on the Kansas side right now. Um, As far as what he's able to do, just pure athleticism, uh, plays running back, wide receiver and defensive back for Olathe North. And that's Jacob Parrish. Um, I know why he's being under-recruited, and it's because of stature, Um, but I've talked to some players like Sterling Lockett at Blue Valley and numerous others that insist he's one of the best pure corners um, just in the way that he goes about his strategy and his footwork um, that – is in the Kansas City, Kansas side of things. And so I would imagine he and Kenrick Osai another kind of uh, recruit that K-State, Iowa State, so North Dakota states are looking at as well. They might match up with Jordan Brown and, and challenge him right off the bat. And so that'll be interesting to watch them. Noah Palmer, that plays quarterback, is a very good safety. Quantes Love is a very good safety. So Olathe North has some of those athletes that go back and forth. You're right though, Dion, they don't have... Maybe that, that true corner that they've had in years past. But I think overall as a unit, um, this is a really, really, really strong bunch. And I was talking to an Olathe North alum um, earlier this week who told me he feels like after watching this team live and in color uh, against Gardner Edgerton, this might be the best Olathe North team front to back he's seen since uh, I think it was Marcel S- Spears' senior season, uh, the year they took Shawnee Mission East uh, to overtime. In the semifinals, I want to say it was 2014 um, Chinese East team that ended up winning the state title. Yeah, that was a great game. I was at that game.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Coach and I both were at that game. Well, a couple thoughts. uh, Get your thoughts on uh, some 4A and 5A and 6A. Um, First, just real quick before we let you go, that Eudora-Piper, great matchup, Uh, along with baser Linwood. We saw Paola get beat last week. Miege and St. James have yet to win a game. I still think they're going to be there at the end. 4A looks like it's a little more open. Uh, This year, 5A, Aquinas is playing real well. Mill Valley looks like they haven't missed a beat. And then 6A, Blue Valley North and Blue Valley Northwest, if you're talking about the the other side of of Olathe North. I mean, those are the three teams, really, that are kind of out there on this side. And then Free State goes over to the other side with Derby.
13: Yeah, working top to bottom, I mean, with 6A, I I think you're right. You know, Derby kind of has the stronghold on on the west side. But when you look at the east, I, I really do feel like right now, Um, heading into obviously the free state Olathe North game, that'll, that'll determine some things, but I, I feel like it'll be Olathe North. And as you said, you know, interested to see if it's going to be another one of these Olathe North Blue Valley North showdowns. I know with the numbers Henry Martin is putting up um, it sure seems like we're destined for that again, but I was I was wildly impressed with Blue Valley Northwest um, when I saw them in the season opener against Blue Valley. So uh, I think watching how North and Northwest interact in the EKL will be very very interesting. 5AYs, you know Mill Valley's that program that it's like every time I kind of think, well, this will be a rebuilding year for Joel Applebee. <laughs> It's not. Um, and and every year I think this will be a rebuilding year for St. Thomas Aquinas. It's not. Um, those two look like they're kind of, again, destined to kind of meet each other. I'm interested to see who else maybe rises to the occasion and, and tries to step in their way from 5A locally. Um, and then 4A, gosh, um, it is as competitive as I can remember 4A being. I mean, last year we saw St. James start to come up, and, and obviously you had Bishop Miege, but like you said, I've been really impressed with Baser Linwood so far. Eudora and Piper talking to Sean Hayden after that game, you know, as down as he was, the Eudora lost. <laughs> at, at, at the same time, he flat out said, these are two of the best teams in 4A. Yeah um and they're only going to get better and you know talking to coach Pollard from Piper he said after that win you you kind of expected him to be you know just pure jubilation and he was like we're not a very good football team right now <laughs> and i'm thinking well if you're not a good football team and you is still improving and they've got guys that are playing out of position for you know the first times in their career god i don't want to see either one of these teams in you know late october early november so i think You know, I I don't want to be too hot takeish here, but I want to say right now, four A might be the playoff bracket that I'm looking forward to.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm with you on that, no doubt. I think that that's really going to be a lot of fun this year. And we we saw a little bit of it last year with St. James and Tong and Icy and and Paola and Miege. and um, and of course Eudora and 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 Piper in the playoffs last year. It was a crazy. Down to the end game that Eudora won. So they kind of flipped the script this year. Well, Ryan, it's going to be a great Friday night. Uh, looking forward to seeing your stuff again on Preps KC. And we appreciate you heading that game for us. And we will chat with you again next week.
13: All right, guys. I will be back after a little visit to the ODAC.
1: All right. That is Ryan Wallace from GoPoweredCat.com. And he also does stuff for us every week as well. All right. We come back. We will jump across the state line and start our Missouri Hour the Preps KC's football Friday
5: night, driven by the
1: McCarthy Auto.
5: Hi, it's Brett Saberhagen, and I'm proud of my baseball career. I've been very fortunate to receive many accolades, including being named to the all-star team three times. When you need to sell a home, you want the best. That's the RE-MAX agent. Real estate all-stars that put in the time, have the dedication, and hustle to take you from for sale to sold. That's RE-MAX, and don't worry, they've done this a million times. Start your search today with the RE-MAX app, each office independently owned and operated.
10: Your computer system on the job, how's that working for you? Your home entertainment system, still enjoying it? You can thank an electrician. My name is Milton Johnson, and I am proud to be a union master electrician with Local 124. You can learn a real skill and earn a great living in the building and construction trades. Be the best, be one of us. Find out how at beunion.com, B-E-Y-O-U-N-I-O-N.com.
3: Price Chopper is rewarding you with amazing savings. Download the My Price Chopper app to find all of this week's offers, plus plenty of other great ways to save, like coupons, rewards, and so much more.
7: Hi, Cheese fans. This is Clark Hine. If you have an urgent orthopedic or sports injury, the University of Kansas Health System can see you quickly. They've added extended hours during the week, and have a Saturday morning walk-in clinic. Your orthopedic and sports injuries deserve champion treatment from the experts who treat the Chiefs. Request an appointment at kansashealthsystem.com sportsmedicine